0: weather. Some time ago I worked on the ExxonMobil business. At that time we had none of the sophisticated intelligence sources we have at our disposal these days. I remember sitting through a presentation entranced by how accurately they could correlate and indeed predict sales based on weather patterns. Thinking back that presentation could well have been the start of a lifelong fascination with data. Whilst out walking the other day, getting caught in a sudden downpour, isn't it funny, a decades long memory of that presentation popped into my head. Once I dried off, I began researching the impact of weather on business performance. I was surprised to learn from one article, abnormal weather disrupts the operating and financial performance of 70% of businesses worldwide. One of the impacts of climate change half a world away from us, is unfortunately more regular warm winters in the Northern Hemisphere. I noted in 2016 across Europe and the US, where it was unusually warm, the apparel sector experienced shortfalls in sales, store closures and job losses. Perhaps a definition of abnormal weather. The difference between observed weather and its so-called normal value which is calculated using a 30-year average. Here in the middle of the Pacific, we've experienced all too often catastrophic weather events. Our resilience is a way of life. Over four short years, I've felt earthquakes, waded through unseasonally high water, seen up close the utter devastation of powerful typhoons, and felt volcanic ash falling around me. A recent Philstar piece from late last year told us something we already know. Philippines is among the country's worst hit by extreme weather in 2018. The article goes on to say the Philippines took the second place in the Global Climate Risk Index published by Bond-based German Watch. The annual ranking measures the damage done by storms, floods and heat waves to humans and economies. For those who may be interested, the cited report is attached. The piece goes on surrounding long-term climate-impacted countries. The 15th edition of the Global Climate Risk Index also identified the Philippines as among the nations most impacted by extraordinary catastrophes from 1999 to 2018. The country ranked fourth. A year or so back, Judd and I attended a risk management seminar. For me, concerning weather, a lingering question stands. Have we thought about defining weather risks surrounding our business and that of our clients? What are we doing to mitigate the inevitable impact? Ripple 8, our PR arm, now have a thriving crisis management practice. Does this topic of extreme weather events come up In client conversations, I just wonder. A percentage of our projected future revenues encompass weather impacted sectors, such as tourism, food retail, and service. Drawing a comparison with the pandemic being an unprecedented health crisis, someone told me the other day, four years of growth was wiped out from their company in nine months. They remain hopeful of returning to health towards the end of 2023. There are now clouds of weather data available to us all to manage weather-related risk such as estimated potential losses and its probability with a range of financial instruments to hedge against risk. Weather risk management is still in its infancy with the majority of businesses not thinking about this important topic. In my humble view, throughout the world, business remains blissfully unaware of the impact of climate change and alarmingly many of us do not have an accurate view on how much is really at risk. In the not too distant future, look out for publicly listed companies reporting climate-related re- disclosures. Reflecting on the famous chicken or the egg dilemma, to promote change we need to see, behave and speak differently. In the context of a discussion surrounding weather and business, I'll leave it with you to decide which comes first. Have a great day.